Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful, whole, whole living, which is the uncomfortable as well as the comfortable and just making room for everybody on the bus. Yeah. Thank God. Today has been, oh my God, immensely juicy and full of insights and inspirations. And let us see where we go. Actually, thank God, my cup runneth over. (laughs) I had so many things yesterday that I didn't get into 10 minutes. So some of it is a carryover. Let's see how we go. So... I've always, always, always wanted to learn to rollerblade because actually kind of like when I was a kid, I had access to a piano at my grandparents and then I loved learning to play. Not that I naturally could like figure stuff out, but I just loved the whole process of being like very clumsy and not understanding and very slowly like looking at the note, playing one hand at a time. But incrementally, if I practiced every day, I loved the magic that as I start recognizing my hands started to understand and then they could play together at the same time doing different things. And it always like madly fascinated me with piano that you can get to a place where you're, you're reading two different lines. One is instructing your right hand. One is instructing your left hand and they're doing it at the same time. And then it would get to a point where it gets like almost like a muscle memory, but I'd still need the notes to actually see the sheet music to remind me. But it was the most amazing, amazing experience. So the few occasions that I have gone roller ice skating have been felt so incredible that I've always wanted to learn and haven't with rollerblades because an ice, the reason I wanted to learn with rollerblades was um, you don't need an ice rink. I know it sounds really obvious. It's just ice skates. I just love that feeling of like flow, um, which is probably why I also along the line want to learn to go surfing, to go surfing, to actually surf. So, I just then, I come out of any something that I was going to once every two weeks, and there's like a notice board, a neighborhood notice board, and on it there's a flyer for rollerblade, roller skate lessons. So I started my mission, but the thing I want to share is when I'm at the store, because yes, environmentally, I did want to get a pre owned or second owned pair. There was just a time frame issue where this starts this Tuesday, and in my available time, I did do my best to reach out to everybody and search and look and look, and I had two that actually fell through, so it wasn't from lack of trying. So in the end, I did actually land up purchasing new. But my point here is that Golan, oh, sorry, I'm not, to keep it anonymous, the guy who was helping me, um, like he said, when he was young, he used to rollerblade. He was like a champion. And I was like, so did you compete? And he's like, no, 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 I didn't compete. But me and my friends, like we used to rollerblade everywhere and we used to do these mad, crazy things. And then I was like, so why did you stop? And he said, because I'm not a kid anymore. And I know he may not have meant it that way, but it's just like, I please God in life want to never stop doing things because I'm not a kid. Like I'd want to live being a kid for my whole entire life because as kids just are very spontaneous, creative, like full of possibility, curious, in awe, fascinated, like all the things that make, oh, I just want to play, play, play for the sake of play. I want to be a child for my whole life and want to do childish things till the day I die. <laughs> so I know he may not have meant it that way, but that was just my takeaway. And then also as a stark contrast to that, so when I was at the one of the volunteering place, one lady was I told her about how I'd gone sailing and had she ever been and then she shares with me a story of a friend of hers. Like, oh my lord, this lady started out as a oboist in an orchestra. Then she becomes a librarian. Then she becomes a computer programmer. And then like in her 70s, 
decides she wants to be a skipper on a boat and qualifies and now lives at the coast. She's a skipper on a boat and she leads like these things where people come on and they go or, like out to sea. And I love that. It's like she hasn't let age or life or anything define or box her. She's had all these different paths and experiences and decides to become a skipper in her 70s. So when most people are retiring and slowing down, she's like stepping up for skipperhood, which probably isn't a word, but oh, I love that. And, oh, my Lord. Okay, I'm going to share a story. So this one also was just, I was just really proud of myself of the moment of, I know this amazing quote that says, if you can reach the place of realizing that someone else's actions have got nothing to do with you, but they are more reflection of their relationship with themselves and have anything to do with you as a person, then it's like reaching a place where you're more like centered and grounded and, and stuff doesn't really touch and affect you. I'm getting the words completely wrong, but that's the essence of the quote. But also just, oh, it was so divine because this is a two-prong thing of yeah, just living in the moment of realizing I don't have to take on someone else's energy. And if I happen, it's not me. Like if someone is in a particular place, so just naturally, we all like everything has an energetic profile. So certain things have like when somebody is gentle and kind or says something in a gentle and kind voice, there's a difference energetically to like a patient voice to an impatient voice or an angry or frustrated. So it's not that someone's reading something in. You know, like at improv, they can say to you, say something in an angry tone, say something in a playful tone, in a flirtatious tone. There are things that we can pick up. It's not, so this is more just like on an objective, what anybody objectively would have picked up on the tone. So I had learned something from someone and then I was rushing out and I needed to return it. Now, it's, I think it's normally used in their bedroom, right? So it's in their bedroom. So I don't necessarily feel comfortable going into their bedroom to return it. So as I was leaving, I left it on the table and I was filling my water bottle. And I said, um, you know, the, the item that I'd borrowed is like on the table. And um, it was just kind of like the tone. The person replied back to me saying that for, um, that's not where it goes. And then I just very lightly said, well, where does it go? And they were like, in the, my bedroom. I mean, I'll get the words right, but the tones kind of. And I was like, okay, so then I'll put it back in your bedroom. And as I was waiting for my water bottle to fill up, when it fills up completely, I turn around and I see it's no longer there. It's been returned to the bedroom. So I just felt like energetically it wasn't, the, yeah, just tone-wise, like not in terms of judgment or anything. I'm just saying just energetically what how I felt didn't feel so nice. And then I'm walking downstairs thinking, like, I don't want to continue kind of feeling this. So I actually got outside and I actually physically, like I physically stopped. I put down my bag and I physically shook myself off. And I'm like, I'm going to shake off this energy. I'm going to shake it off my arms. Shake it off. I literally shook my entire body. And then as I'm doing that, I'm thinking of the Taylor Swift song, <laughs> Shake It Off. So then I look it up on Spotify and I'm busy walking up to the station to go to improv. And there I am smiling away and every chorus like shaking it off. And then I shared this with my mom 
and this is the second part of it is, yeah, that we don't have to take on. You can literally because it had nothing to do with me. Maybe it did. Maybe for some reason the person is upset with me. But it, that's like one possible option, which is like the worst case, like not even worst case scenario. But I mean, just making it focus on me. It could be a gazillion other things that that person is not feeling so nice in the moment. Um, they could have got sad. There could be so many things. I have no idea what's going on with them. So... Um, that's the one thing of like not taking anything personally, which was like a thread that came up yesterday. And then when I shared this with my mom, which is my second takeaway with this is how we live so much in community. And when we share just authentically in the moment, sometimes like other insights and things can come out of it. Cause up to now that was the depth of the insight. So then I share this with my mom and telling her I was like really proud of myself in the moment of realizing, feeling like I was taking on this energy, feeling like it not feeling good and making the difference to like decide to shake it off. And then my mom was like, oh, well, if someone had said that to me, I would be like upset for like five hours afterwards at least. And then this was the most amazing gift of like sharing with my mom how this other insight came out. So then I said to my mom, you know, if you were walking down the street and there's a pipe that burst and imagine if the moment you walk past that pipe, it burst and you got sprayed with water. I said, like, are you going to be upset with the pipe for five hours? The pipe burst. You just happen to work past the pipe at the time that it burst. It's got nothing to do with you. And yeah, I know sometimes it can. Sometimes there's 1% of a chance that someone's upset with someone directly. But oftentimes people's tone of voice and behavior and gesture has got nothing to do with a direct person. Um, like I'm saying, just there are times it does, but many times it doesn't. And people assume it's got to do with them when it doesn't at all. So yeah, I was just grateful for that as well. Because first of all, I just loved like the inside of, which I've heard in other ways and forms. But yeah, that one was just really like if literally if you're walking past the street and a pipe were to burst and spray you, you wouldn't get angry at the pipe for hours and days. It's just literally, yes, it's not pleasant. It's not pleasant to be sprayed and soaking wet when you weren't planned for it. And maybe you got even knocked over by the spray. So it's not a pleasant sensation. But it's not your fault that the pipe burst. And even if, you know what, actually, it never is. Because even if someone is upset with the person they think they are, they're not actually. It's because of something on the inside that there's a dissonance between what they'd like, what they'd want, what they'd prefer, and how this person's behaving. So actually, it never has to do with the person walking by. The pipe is bursting because the pipe is bursting regardless of who's on the receiving end. Ha! So now you see, you see, even how we live in community, that in me honoring and sharing these two, we've gone to level three. So on this glorious note, precious hearts, where did we start? May we all, if you take it on, I take it on. Let us be childish and do childish things till our last, last breath on this adventure of life. And may we know that we are never ever the cause if we happen to be in the line of a burst emotional pipe and we're being sprayed on we just happen to walk by at that time it is never ever anything to do with us we can shake it off oh so happy adventuring precious souls oh and i guess last last kind of even fourth level lesson is that yeah the lessons come out of the challenges when i share insights and stories it's not from the times when everything have gone fluidly. It's actually that come out of the times when things have been challenging. So to embrace the beauty of challenge for the lesson and the growth and the meatiness and the variety and the texture that just isn't there when things are just flowing. Like, yeah, wow. 
fourth level lesson. Happy adventuring. Mwah.